0: hello everybody and welcome to the finding home podcast a podcast where we discuss the ins and outs and ups and downs and throughs of living along the wasatch front Uh, you know what i say home is more than just the sticks and bricks you live in it's everything that exists inside and outside and how you handle it my name is keith I'm your host. Let's get into this. This is the first episode, and so I'm going to be all awkward and not know what I'm saying for a minute. But I hope that as we get here along, we'll be able to get some more interviews on here. Some people that might be interesting to you, uh, local business owners, people who run local charities, just interesting people. I also would love to talk about some of the history and nostalgia and what it means that you know if you grew up here, whether you moved here as an adult, or what it's been like living on the Wasatch Front for everybody. And that's kind of why I'm doing this. You see, I grew up here. And there are a lot of memories that I have growing up here, specifically in Salt Lake County. I like it here. And I just don't think we have a a whole lot of resources, especially in, in terms of podcasts, that are going to be talking about locally what's going on here. So I want to do this. I want to bring things... Up. I want people to to learn things. I, w- I want to learn things because I like it here. Uh, living along the Wasatch Front is an interesting thing. Living in, in Utah at all is kind of an interesting experience. But I like living here. I like raising my kids here. I've got four kids, and I like feeling the way I do about where I live in terms of safety and in terms of what kind of experience I feel like my kids are going to get. As they grow up, you know they may not end up living here, but I want to give them the very best experience that I can. I'm doing this because I like to talk about things have changed and grown. Uh, Having lived my whole life here, sometimes things come up. Just the other day, I was driving back up from a trip with a buddy of mine, and we started talking about the old Geneva Steel. That's just not even there anymore on the shores of Utah Lake. And that was just this. It was a an institution. When I was growing up, it was always there. And it was one of those things that felt like it was always going to be there. And then it just was gone. And that's a really kind of strange thing to experience because you have things in your life that were fixtures. They were cemented into part of your life growing up and nothing is going to last forever. And a lot of these things do disappear. And I want to have conversations about that with people who live here, with people who've moved here. I want to talk to teachers and other educators and school principals. I want to talk to people who run Comic Con. I want to just—I want to talk to everybody about things that are going on here, because we all have to live here, and it kind of helps to know what's going on. And of course, that will include local politics from time to time. And dear Lord, don't hang up on me right now because I said the word politics. Okay, it's a part of living here. And if we can find a way to discuss potentially the local issues that we have here in. In such a way that it doesn't feel like you want to shoot yourself listening to it or it doesn't get really boring or even just gets you interested in getting involved locally. That's what I'm after. And that's what I hope to accomplish. I'm a person who loves conversations. Uh, in a classic sense, I'm a person who loves argument, but not argument in the I'm right, you're wrong sense, but argument in like the classical sense where... You might come together with somebody, you might disagree, but you can share those disagreements and you can talk about it and just attempt to find understanding. And I love argument for that way because nobody's going to change their opinion. We've all realized that. We've all seen that online. We've all had those conversations on Facebook with somebody who we disagree with on any number of topics. And then it gets heated, and then everybody feels bad, and nobody changes their mind. Because when you're going into the conversation, you're going in with that purpose of, I want to change this person's mind so they agree with me, but that's not going to happen. But if we can have these conversations, maybe we can understand each other a little better. I find that when I talk to somebody who who knows something or who thinks about something differently than I do, I'm able to learn something. I'm able to Sometimes even point my life in a different kind of direction. Uh, for example, my friend Matt, who I hope to have on the podcast at some point, he runs a charity. It's a nonprofit that helps specifically an orphanage in Haiti. And he has taught me so much about what charitable giving currently is, but what it could be. Oftentimes, we find ourselves donating to causes or donating to organizations and feeling like, in doing so, that's enough. And in talking to Matt, I found out that it's not really as effective as you might think. And that oftentimes, we just kind of throw money at a problem without really figuring out where that money's going. Uh, his particular nonprofit is, is run for free by the administrators right now because they want every donated dollar, every single donated cent to go to these kids and helping these kids have stability and have opportunities in Haiti that they otherwise wouldn't have. But there's so much charity that's just like, give us money. And then you, you feel better, but you don't follow through. You don't know what this organization has done with your money. You don't know where they're going with it. You don't know how much of it is even being spent to help the people in need. And I didn't realize that. I didn't even think about that. I mean, for most of my life, I gave considerably to one specific organization and considered that my charitable giving. But there ended up being other places where I felt I could help more. Other organizations that I felt needed this from me because of this, because of meeting people like Matt, because of meeting people... Um, like some of the like people that I barely know, people that are just sort of shirt-tail Facebook friends that'll post something that really make me think. And that's what I want to accomplish. I want to take people who have a very specific mindset, and I don't want to change their minds. I just want to help people to understand other people. Because I love people. You'll often find me saying, I don't like people or people outside of my, my people, you know. But the truth is, I love people. And I think that human dynamics and relationships are so fascinating and that there's so much to unpack and that we don't even consider how we're interacting with people sometimes. And that's what I want to do. I'm hoping to talk about things that maybe you agree with. I'm hoping to talk about things that you definitely disagree with. I'm hoping to just have that conversation. Even if I bring something up and you want to come onto the podcast as a guest, let me know. Or if you wanna talk privately, just message me, send me a text, give me a phone call. Because again, all I want to have is that conversation. And so now as you sit here, you may be thinking, well, why should I listen to you? Why should you be listening to what I'm saying right now? I'm just, I'm just a real estate doofus. I'm not any anything more than anybody else. So I don't know. I don't know why you should listen, because I'm new at this. But like I mentioned, love a good conversation, and I'm hoping that in talking to people that I can learn some things and even just reminisce, sit back and talk about what it was like growing up here, because the more I look around, the more the world I grew up in is changing, and that's such an old person thing to say, and I'm really not that old, but that's kind of the direction everything goes. Things around you change, and you never feel like you're different. I haven't felt different on the inside in terms of age in years, and I'm sure some of you can relate to that. But I just want to know what it's like for everybody living here in a real way, not in a, oh, it's so nice, and oh, this is wonderful, and oh, what a great place to raise kids, like all the crap I said at the beginning of the thing. I want to know what it's like for people living here, both people who love it here and people who have a hard time living here. Because if the people who love it here are able to communicate with the people who are having a hard time here, maybe they'll start to understand each other. And if the people who have a hard time living here are able to have a conversation with the people who love it here, we can start to create a better community. And a place where, even though we disagree, and even though our lifestyles might be wildly different, that we can live with each other, that we can understand each other, and that we can interact with each other in real human ways. And like I mentioned before, I want to talk in normal people language about local politics. I know it's going off again. You're like, oh no, politics. Just so we can get a handle on what's going on locally. There's so much, so much happening nationally. So much happening on the national stage right now. And we get really focused on that. And and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe everything's just going to implode and I'm focusing in the wrong direction. But for me... Reality says that things that are impacting most of our day-to-day lives are going to happen here on a local level. Things like knowing who your city council people are. I, I don't know who mine are. I'm new to this too. People even knowing who your state representatives are, knowing that we have a state legislature who's passing laws. Those things are important. Because I feel like ignoring that is kind of a dangerous move. I feel like sometimes we have the situation where you're like, I'm I'm conservative and my values are being represented. So I don't need to worry about it. But are are your values being represented? Are your representatives really doing the job that you hired them to do? Because I submit to you that maybe they're not. I submit to you that maybe just maybe our local political structure is currently broken. And that there are interests that are industry interests that have a larger voice in what's happening locally, legislatively than you do. But that's not because your voice doesn't count. It's because most of us are just letting it go. If you feel represented, you're like, I feel represented. If you don't feel represented, you sometimes feel like, what's the point? They don't represent my interests in any way anyway. You need to make your voice heard. We're going to talk about that and ways to do that. And lastly, like I mentioned before, I'm just a doofy real estate guy. That's kind of my thing. It's my job. We'll talk about the local market. We'll talk about the national market. We'll talk about where home prices are going. We'll talk about where interest rates look like they're being. We'll talk about all of that stuff. But I feel like that's just a, a, a footnote to a greater conversation. It's a footnote to a conversation that I want to have. I don't think anybody's as interested in real estate as people who are in real estate. I don't expect you to be wondering every week what's going to happen. Because we already have HGTV for unrealistic property flipping and remodeling shows. But I do know some stuff. And maybe, maybe we'll even talk about people's experiences as they're trying to find a place to live. As they're trying to find a home here in Utah. And at the end of the day, that's kind of the whole point. The concept of home is such a, a big, important thing to me. Because home you get to take with you. Home is an idea. It's it's not a house. Like I said, it's it's not the sticks and the bricks that you live in. It's not even the four walls. Home is something bigger than that. Home is that, I, I like to call it like your own uh, fortress of solitude. And maybe it's not solitude, but you know what I mean? Your, your safe place where you can be and exist as the person that you are where you don't have to wear those weird masks that somehow we've learned we've got to put on whatever face it is that's right for the situation. But we don't have to do that at home, if we have a home. We don't have to put on those masks and that is what makes home such a compelling concept to me because once you find home, once you create home, that's the bedrock upon which everything else you're going to do sits. And as long as you can do that, as long as you can find that space, as long as you can find a place where you get to exist as you, not as the employee you, not as accountant Bob, or as Dr. Sally, or as cashier Ken, whatever it is. Home is that place where you get to be you. You get to have the real connections with the real people that you want to have as a part of your life. And that's what we want to do. Because I think that no matter where you live, you can create that. I think that no matter where you live, you can create that. Even if right now your housing situation is terrible, even if right now you're about to get pushed out of the place you live, I think we can find this. And I think if as a community we start to find this, if we start to make home, start to find home where we are, we can start to help others. Because what I want, what I want for our community is to not be as insular as sometimes we can be to not be as so focused on just the small group of people that we most relate to. I want to get rid of echo chambers. I want people to open their eyes to see there's a wide spectrum of people who live here. Some people are doing really well, and some people are really struggling. But if we all can put that focus outside, if we can all look around and really, really care about our community... Not just that our community looks a certain way to us, but really care about the human beings in our community. If we can all find home in that way, you guys, you guys, then living here would be even better than it already is. And remember, I love it here. But we can do better. And that's what I want to do. That's what I want to do with this show. That's what I want to do with this podcast. I want to help us come together as humans. And understand each other. Even if we disagree, we're not all going to agree. But I want understanding. I want to understand the people I disagree with. I do. I want those that disagree with me to maybe listen. And try and understand where I might be coming from. But we're not looking to change anybody's minds. We're not looking to do anything other than have a conversation. A conversation about what it's like to live here. Because it's pretty freaking awesome. But like I said, we can do better. So I guess this is a fairly short introduction to what I'm trying to do. Any feedback I would love to get from you guys, shoot me an email at keith at findinghomepodcast.com or you can find me on Facebook, uh, Keith Callister. My professional page is Keith Does Real Estate. You can follow me on Instagram again at Keith Callister. You can also follow me on Twitter, same thing at Keith Callister. Let's talk. Let's talk about living in Utah and specifically living along the Wasatch Front. That's what I've got for today. Coming up next time, I have no idea, but we'll figure it out as we go. Thank you for taking the uh, you know, 20 minutes or so to have listened to this. It means a lot to me that you'd be willing to spend any time listening to me yammer on and on and on about what's important to me. Lining up some really fantastic people to interview so that we can find out about the people who live where we live maybe people that we haven't thought of before, or maybe people that we didn't even know existed. So you guys take care. We'll see you next time. I'm going to try and have a weekly, but at least every other week release schedule. I haven't really figured that out yet, but we'll get there. So until then, take care. We'll, we'll talk to you uh, later.